0: All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show, and hope everybody out there is doing well. And uh, today is April the first, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. Uh, it's it's already April. Time is flying by, but anyway, um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the stimulus bill that passed. Not, I'm not going to get too much into it, but I'm just going to give you my opinion on what happened. Um, and also uh i'm going to be talking about the press briefings uh especially the one from yesterday uh they gave us some really important data and some really alarming data um you know uh it's going to be it's going to be a crazy next couple of weeks basically um if you haven't heard but i encourage everybody you know i know a lot of these networks are are Pulling off these briefings like they're not airing them, uh, but I encourage you to go on YouTube and watch these things because you're going to get information that the mainstream media is not telling you, and you know we're already seeing you know on some networks they're they're saying that that uh, you know it's one way and then it actually isn't that way. Like I think what it was Rachel Maddow. She was saying that these ships are not going to come into New York. And then they cut to a clip of this huge ship pulling into New York. Like literally like the next day after they said that it was going to happen. Like, I don't know. Don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. But if you want to know what's going on, excuse me, If you want to know what's going on, watch these briefings. Uh, they're on YouTube. Uh, my channel. I like to. I, I think they're on the White House YouTube channel, but I like to s- check it out on the uh, U.S. Department of State YouTube channel. Um, the White House they delete the video. They delete the live stream after it ends. So, but the U- the U.S. Department of State YouTube channel they they leave it up. You will have to fast forward like halfway through, but. Um, you get to see what's not on the news or what they're not putting on, whatever. So it's it's uh, it's important information. People need to hear this, and I don't understand why they don't want to air these. Because according to uh, some reports, the the ratings of these briefings are like Monday Night Football, which it's ridiculous to think about. But that's where the money is right now. People are putting their like advertisers are putting their money during these briefings like it's ridiculous like what's uh like I don't know exactly but it's it's you know millions of people I mean I don't I know like the Fox News live stream I was watching of the briefing had like 150 200,000 people watching so I mean I can't imagine what it is on TV but people need to know this information that's why I'm you know doing this or whatever, but I'm not gonna talk about everything. I mean, there's a lot of there's it's like information overload with with these things. But uh, I wanted to talk about some of the things I thought was interesting. Um, And and also, I'm going to be talking about the positive effects of this and the negative effects of this. Um, But yeah, let's let's start off with I'm gonna start off with some good news. How's that? We're gonna there's so many bad news stories. There's so many bad news stories out there. And so here is a news story that came out yesterday. And there's a lot of these older people that in their, in their nineties, they are getting rid of this. They're fighting this uh, virus, which is really good. But yeah, a, a, uh, a veteran war veteran in, uh, in Oregon, he's 95. He beat a coronavirus. Uh, He said, I survived Guam. I can get through this BS. So that's really good to hear. Really good to hear. Um, and, uh, and we're also hearing sad stories. I mean, I I read a story today, uh, earlier about a woman in Italy. She was 90 and she refused a ventilator because she wanted it, wanted to use the ventilator. She wanted the ventilator to be used on someone younger. She said, I, I lived a good life and, uh, she said, I had a good life. Kept, uh, keep this for the younger people and And that's the problem, like um you know they're they're having ventilator problems over there, you know there's uh you know these bigger countries over there, i mean smaller countries um and that's really really bad um and i'm I'm glad that you know we have a president that is gonna take good care of the situation, but he's also gonna take care of other countries, which I think is good, I think it's I think we need to do that in in this time of crisis um and i'm thankful that we have the means to be able to do this we have companies here in the us that are making these ventilators that are making these these life-saving you know products and uh you know p- companies are making masks i mean we have all these you know gm you know like all these companies all these private companies are stepping up and 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 you know using their production facilities to to you know get products out there i mean uh, let me let me pull up another news story. Um, I follow this. Uh, I follow this. Um, it's a uh, Breitbart, uh, it's like a little division of their website, and it's called Be Inspired News Breitbart Inspired News. And it's all like really good news stories. I recommend following that on Instagram because they have a lot of good news stories. Like today, they put out, uh, Couple distributes American flags to children so they can still recite the Pleas of Allegiance. Um, That's cool. I like that. I like that. That's pretty cool. But uh, let me pull up this other one that I had. This was from Dave Ramsey. Um, Dave Ramsey, he put on here, more good news. Uh, the FDA has approved the coronavirus test that can give results in five minutes. The company says it will be able to deliver 50,000 tests a day. I think, yeah, I mean, I think, I I want to say that they are trying to ramp that up to 100,000 K, or 100,000 tests a day, but that's pretty cool. Pet adoptions all across the country are like skyrocketing because people are home and they want to get a pet. Uh, Johnson & Johnson says they will uh, begin human trials of the COVID-19 vaccine by September and could be ready by early 2021. Uh, The Four Seasons in Manhattan is offering free lodging health care for their workers. Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, A man who is 101, who was born during the Spanish flu, has beaten COVID-19 in Italy. Um, A seven-year-old in Maryland used $600 of his own savings to make care packages for seniors and fed 90 students. Uh, And, and, you know, meanwhile, we have these celebrities out there that are crying in their their $5 million home or $50 million house. I mean, and they... Like, did anybody see that video where they're saying... They're singing Imagine, which is pro- literally the most inappropriate song to sing at this moment in time, but whatever. Um, a couple left a $10,000 tip in Houston um, during the shutdown. So that I think they did it like right before they closed the restaurants down. Uh, the coronavirus isn't mutating significantly, suggesting the virus is less likely to become more dangerous and that a vaccine could offer a lasting protection. Um, yeah, I mean, I encourage everybody to focus on the positive because sometimes in this mess, we sometimes forget like how our brain works and, and we just kind of go off on panic mode. But I think there is some positive stuff that's coming out of this. Like, I think some of the positive effects that are happening right now is that we are focusing more time on family than anything and we're being indoors and, and we're recognizing in that, 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 you know, we're, we're recognizing what is important in life and it's not, it's not, um, anything else but family. And I think that that is, that is unfortunately some people are realizing that now, um, and it's just a sad situation to go through. But I think some people are realizing that, you know, people are going to come out of this a lot stronger than they was. I mean, people are going to focus on family more. They're going to they're going to save more money. They're going to prepare. They're going to, uh, you know, a lot of positive things are going to come out of this. Um and a lot of the negative, I mean, there's some. There's a lot of negatives, you know, obviously, but I'm also hearing that, you know, as a society, we may never, like, shake hands again, which it sounds strange, it sounds weird, we may never be able to hug somebody, like, it's all these things to think about, like, this thing is gonna change society so much, like, in a positive way and also in a negative way. It's 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 going to change a lot of how companies do business. How how uh, I mean, it's going to change every aspect of our life. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I was listening. I was listening to Doctor Phil, uh, and I don't usually usually listen to him, but I, I happened to click it on for some reason, and uh, he was talking about something I never really thought about and like all these people are dying right now all these people are passing away and they have to die alone because they're in the hospital room and like they can't have anybody in there and I just I was like man that is like really like hard to think about like that's really tough to think about right now like man I can't imagine going through that I mean, I mean, New York city is like the worst spot right now. All these people are dying. So many people are dying in, in New York that they have bodies in these, uh, in these, uh, freezer trucks. I mean, it, it's just, it's just, uh, terrible to think about. It's really just sad what's going on up there. Um, so a lot of people were upset Sunday whenever President Trump came out and said that we are going to be closing down everything for 30 more days. And a lot of people were upset about that. And I am, you know, I, I understand where they're coming from, and I'm not really too happy about it, about it either. Um, but yesterday, after watching the press briefing uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, March 31st, the briefing from that, uh, I, lear- I I kind of understood a little bit more, what they were trying to tell us. And what I mean by that is that maybe they haven't really came out and said this, but I could tell that something was off with this whole thing. And I still think there's more to the story than what they're telling us, but if you pay attention to somebody's body language, you can tell, like especially Dr. Burks and, and Dr. Fauci, uh, you can tell a lot about what's going on by... Th- even not even say anything. Like they could not even say anything, but you can just look at their face and go, oh. But I, I can't remember what day it was, but I, I remember watching and I couldn't help but notice, uh, looking in the background and, and hearing or uh, seeing uh, Deborah's face. And she looked like she just came out of a meeting or something or she got some really bad news or something like right before they came out there I don't know what it was but the, her face said it all um, but basically in about two weeks um, the you know uh, April 14th or whatever um, I guess it's a little bit like a few more days probably like the 10th or something but it, anyway like a couple more weeks uh, it's going to be the peak of the cases and it's going to be the peak of the of the deaths um, and so what they were trying to say, uh, what they said yesterday, they didn't try to say, but what they said yesterday was, um, if they did nothing, if they came out and they didn't do anything about this, and schools were still open, businesses were, were still open, and everything was still normal, they, we could have possibly seen up to 3 million people die, um, and the minimum number on that was like 1.6 million people um but now what they're projecting and these are just all predictions i mean these are not accurate they're basically using using data from new york and all these other places to come up with these conclusions i guess and when they get new data they're going to put it back in there and see what it does if it raises it or lowers it or whatever but basically what they're seeing now with these charts and if you want to see these charts uh, you can Google them. Um, you can go on the press briefing from yesterday, and uh, they—if you go on the U.S. state, like the YouTube channel is talking about—they put it up on the screen, and so you can pause it and screenshot it. But basically, what they're saying is now what they're projecting now. The—you know—this is basing their information off of if everybody stayed home. If everybody practiced social distancing, if everybody did what they're supposed to do, which I don't see that happening at all, because people there's some parts of the country like people are not taking this stuff seriously, and I think that you should live your life, you should live your normal life, and then you should go about doing what you normally do, but you still have to take precautions and you still have to be safe. And, but basing you know what they're saying now, if if everybody does what they're supposed to be doing, it could be around 100,000 people, 200,000 people die from this, which is a lot of people. It's a lot of people. I mean, that's like a major city. It's like a major city. And I was, I was looking at cities yesterday, but uh, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, just any major city in any, like the US, you know, has around 100,000 people, I mean, or 200,000. I mean, that's a I think, I think Abney, New York has that many people, but anyway, it doesn't matter. What matters is that, you know, we, we need to, you know, do what we're supposed to be doing. Like we need to be, you know, staying inside we need to stop in the spread, um, all that kind of stuff. But one of the reporters asked the question, like, what if... What if we didn't close the border or close the travel with China back in January? And I don't want to know that number. And they didn't say that number, but I don't even know if they know that number. I I guess they can't really tell us that number unless they uh, or until after they do more testing uh, and they they figure out uh, uh, something with the antibodies or something like that. I can't remember what they said, but um, they had to do more testing. They have to do more research about that. So but i don't want to know that number because that you know i was reading some reports and it was like half the country if we like if we did nothing like it would have been like half the country or like a fourth of the country i mean it's just crazy to think about but what we're looking at now if everything if everything goes as planned and and everybody does what they're supposed to be doing 100,000 people, 200,000 people, but we could, you know, we could potentially lower that number. I mean, if everybody makes an effort the next two weeks to just stay home and take this seriously and do like what they're supposed to be doing, not only for them, but for other people around them. I mean, you have to think about other people too in this. You know, think about the older people in your life, think about, you know, people around you that number could be lower that number could be way lower so what we need to be focusing on is just keeping that keeping the keeping the uh curve lower you know keeping the spread low you know keeping everything just low and so uh you know they came out or like i think at first president trump came out and said we want to open the country by by easter because he was like I want to. I want everybody to go to church. People to go to church and gather, um, and I think that's great. But then they decided on the April thirtieth date, which it makes a lot more sense now. I really do think that he's doing a g- good job with that. I think he's. It's a really smart decision because basically what is going to happen is if we would have opened the country on e on on Easter that would have been the exact time when the peak was going to happen. And I don't know exactly. I mean, they showed a graph and and probably most of the cases are going to happen in New York, but they're going to happen in probably either New York or, um, or, uh, LA or, or Louisiana. I mean, Louisiana is getting terrible. I mean, it's, it's getting bad down there. Uh, but, uh, what I said last week uh, is each state has has their curve, and so what you need to be focusing on is looking at the national curve, and then also looking at your state curve because every state has a curve where it's going to peak and it's going to fall off. But right now, right now, April first, we're still going up the mountain. As for the country, like as the whole country, we're going up the mountain and basically what's going to happen is we're going to, we're it's going to be a fast trip up the mountain it's going to be a slow ride down that's how they're describing it, it sounds terrible really sounds really bad but that's just how they that's how they're describing it and they originally said great things are going to happen june 1st well according to that graph people are going to still have cases and people are still going to be dying all the way into july or august and so I'm, I looked at that graph and I said yeah that makes more sense to me because it just I just can't see this going away. I just I can't see this going away. Um and 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 Dr. Fauci said yeah deaths are going to lag a little bit. Um it's going to it's going to drop off, it's going to level out by June, but deaths and cases are going to lag. I mean probably for the middle states uh uh you know, people are going to get cases in there after New York. It's going to lag a little bit. So, And also, I, I'm hearing uh, uh, these uh these are just reports or these are just theories, but it's not a, a for sure thing. But they may be another wave in August, and that's what they're saying. And so hopefully we'll have a vaccine by then, which when I hear the word vaccine, it kind of scares me a little bit because I... I just don't, I don't like vaccines. I, I haven't had a flu shot in like five or six years. They don't help at all. And when I hear vaccines, I'm I'm sitting here going, uh, you know, I, like, it's just very alarming to me when I hear that. So it's just because I, I've seen those videos. I've, I've, I've watched those Alex Jones, you know, FEMA video, I, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't want to scare anybody. You know, I'm not, I can't be the only one thinking this, you know, but, uh, but yeah, basically uh, states are, are certain states are going to have different curves and the, and the peak is going to be at, uh, in about two weeks and it's going to take a month or so to go back down or three months or so. Um, so I mean, I don't know how long this is going to last. Who really knows? Who knows if, if this information is accurate? Who really knows? Who really knows what is going on? I don't really know. But also, they were talking about restricting travel. You're already seeing in some states where uh, they are stopping people at the border, especially in Florida. The governor is having police officers s- stop people at whenever they get on, like they go on the interstate and they cross the state line. Especially if they're coming from Louisiana, because that's like the next hot spot, according to a lot of the the stories I've read uh, and what they're saying, uh, you, you know, uh, but they're stopping people. I don't know if they're taking their temperature, but they're not allowing people that have it in to the state. And it's not happening just in Florida. It's happening in Rhode Island. It's happening in all those states up there, you know, in the eastern part of the country. Um so yeah, it's crazy, but uh, they also were talking about like, you know, I I hope that they restrict the travel a little bit more because basically what's happening is that you have these people that are coming down from New York and going into Florida, or people that are coming from Louisiana going to places, or you know. So I I I kind of think that they should be more restricted on the travel, but um, I don't know cops are not going to arrest you. I, I, I think that it's just a precaution. I think people need to self-police uh, more. Just stay home. Stay home. You don't need to be out and traveling to stay home wherever you're at. But anyway, um, let's get into the stimulus thing and uh, then we're going to be covering something else uh, that's going on right now that maybe you are interested in. I don't know but this stimulus thing is was passed into law Friday and a lot of people are upset that this happened and a lot of people are angry i mean it's really it's really understandable and i i'm not exactly happy with it as well but a lot of businesses out there really need this and you know, that's one of the risks that with staying closed for 30 days is a lot of these businesses are not going to be open in 30 days. And I don't know the waiting period on these loans or anything like that. I'm not really sure. Um, but you know, if they have to wait to get approved for these loans or if they have to wait for any period of time to get these loans, uh, you know, they're, they they do not a lot of, a lot of businesses don't have the capital to, you know, figure this thing out. Uh, they don't have the time and a lot of people are laying their workers off and it's just, it's just a bad deal. And then, you know, people are, you know, struggling right now. And so I know that people are hurting right now and I know people are struggling and it, it just really kind of like, it really kind of like, uh, upsets you a little bit that, you know, Congress and you know Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, all, all these people up there who you know, they're they're fine. They're they're fine. Which by the way, the actual bill that passed was like six trillion dollars. And they gave twenty-five million dollars to the Kennedy Center and literally the next day they laid off like all of their musicians. Like what the hell? like how is that how is that legal? like how because basically what they're saying, if you take any kind of government uh loan and you lay off your workers, then you don't you have to pay it back. But if you keep your employees, then your loan is forgiven. That's what I've heard, but I don't know. Uh, but why in the hell does the Kennedy Center need twenty five million dollars, and why did they lay off their employees? Like, why did they lay off their people? N- nothing makes sense that that they do up there. But um, if you want updates on the stimulus package, like I think it's good. I think people are, are need it. I think people really need this. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's gonna add to the national debt. It's gonna, you know, I don't know. I don't think we need to be bailing these businesses out. I don't think we need to be bailing people out. I think that. I just don't really like the idea of relying on the government to help us out. But at the same time, a lot of people don't have really an option. A lot of people don't have $1,000 saved. You know, 70% of people live paycheck to paycheck. And although it is the individual's responsibility to save for emergencies, and it's their responsibility to have money put back, nobody could have ever predicted that this would happen. So it's affecting everybody and anybody and everybody right now is struggling except certain industries like, um, like, uh, you know, the grocery store and all that kind of stuff. But Walmart is doing good right now, but there's a lot of industries right now, the restaurant industry, a lot of small town businesses. And I, I encourage you don't shop at Walmart, or don't shop at those big box stores. They don't need your business. Go to your local grocery store like a Mom and Pop grocery store, a Mom and Pop store and buy your stuff. You know, support now now is a really good time to support businesses because quarter 1 quarter 2 starts today, April 1st. And so it's it's this right here this quarter right here is a make or break for these businesses. And yeah, they're getting the loans. Yeah, they're getting help from the government or the taxpayers. But if you don't have any business, you can't really make it. I mean, yeah, you have these loans. You have, but it doesn't really make sense for you to stay open if you're not making any money. So go to these restaurants, order takeout. If you can, tip tip the people that you're getting the order from. Um, support these local businesses do, do something generous for other people and that's what's really good about a lot of these stories that are coming out right now you know there is a lot of bad stuff going on but there's also a lot of positive stories happening and uh, that's what I love about people is because people are most of most people in the world and you're starting to see there there are good people still in the world that people are generous they're they're You know, paying things for people—they're you know paying, you know, tipping people big, and they're doing all this kind of stuff. But uh, you know, I encourage you to shop locally, shop at your local, whatever, support small businesses, um, and be generous. You know, if you see somebody that needs something, and you have it, go over there and go over there and you know take care of it. You know. And especially with all these people getting $1,200, if you qualify. Now, I'm not going to get into the details, but if you want, if you want to know all the details, there's a good website to go to. Uh, it's the IRS official website, irs.gov forward slash coronavirus. And go there, and that's where you'll get updates. Now, I will say they will not call you. They will not email you. You actually do not have to do anything. If you, have, if you filed taxes in the last two years, and they, they have your bank account information, you really don't have to do anything. But go to irs.gov forward slash coronavirus if you want updates about the stimulus thing. Um, but especially since everybody's getting the, getting the $1,200 or however much you're getting, um, you can use that if you don't really need it. You can use that to be generous. You know, pay for somebody's meal behind you in the drive through or something like that. You know, that that's what I want to be doing. Like, that's what I, I'm planning on doing. I'm going to, you know, when I get that, I'm going to, you know, do something like that, because I think people, now is a time for people to, you know, feel their love, you know, I I just, I, it's just, it's a really appropriate time to spread, spread the love, and, and be generous, and help other people out, instead of tearing people down, and I think that political sides, you know, political views aside, I think that people just need to come together, and that's what we're starting to see, we're starting to see people coming together like we never did before, and it's crazy, even in this tragic time you know people are still helping other people out i mean i totally forgot about the truckers and it kind of pisses me off that a lot of these governors a lot of these uh states uh are closing down the the uh the rest stops because they have restaurants in them and they're like well you can go through the drive through but they have an 18-wheeler. Like, you can't go through a freaking drive through with a semi. Like, what idiot? Only, only somebody in the government would think that's that would be okay to do. Um, but I've I seen a lot of these posts this week, all, all, all across the country, where uh, people are setting up shop on the side of the road, and they're putting grills out there. They're putting, you know, I saw this one post, and they were cooking hot dogs, and... They were cooking hamburgers for the truckers and, um, you know, uh, it's a really good thing that people are helping out of truckers and, and, uh, they, they, they need our help right now because they can't even, some of these States when they stop, they can't even, they don't even have a place to go to the bathroom or t- go take a shower or they can't get a hot meal. Um, I know like my local Walmart has a McDonald's in it, but you can only you can only walk up and order take your order and take it to go you can't sit down in that little area so you know but if you're lucky enough as a trucker to find a find a uh a walmart like that then you're good to go but a lot of these places are shutting down you can't go inside but i i think if i was making the decision which nobody asked me but it really doesn't matter but if if, if I was making the decision, I would close off these truck stops to the public, but I would still have somebody inside. So whenever somebody pulls up with a truck, that's their ticket to get inside. Like when someone pulls up with a semi, they can pull up and you could unlock the door. The movers work in there. They can unlock the door. They can come in. They can get whatever they need. They can get a hot meal at the restaurant. They can take a shower. They can go to the bathroom if they need to, but they can lock the doors. They can only limit certain people, like limit people that are coming in there, maybe do like a couple of people at a time and allow them to come in and get whatever they need. And then, um, also, um, all of these places like Walmart, um, all of these grocery stores, I-, I was, uh, somebody told me the other day that, uh, like Walmart is limiting supplies, like limiting uh, like they're rationing items and things like that. And somebody told me the other day they were in line with a like there was a trucker in front of them, and the trucker got like I don't know four or five of the whatever it was, and the Walmart employee was like, "You can only buy one of these." And he's like, man, i I'm a trucker. I I can't find this item anywhere, and all the rest stops are closed. I need this whatever it was. I don't know what it was. I need this item." and they're not allowing you know people like that to get what they need and I think they should they should have a pass on that because literally the truckers are the reason why we're, we're not screwed right now. I hope everybody understands like it's 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 because of those people, it's because of the people out on the road right now is the reason why we have supplies. We have toilet paper. We have food. Without them, we'd be screwed. And of course, the farmers. Thank you to the farmers. Thank you to the to the truck drivers. Thank you to every like. Thank you to everybody involved right now that is making you know that is risking their life to be outside. And and literally, I I don't care who it is. You know, if you're just the grocery store clerk and you're around these people that have this thing, it could be it. You know, it's. It, like, it's a pretty serious deal. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people need this money. A lot of people need this uh, this $1,200 or whatever it is, whatever you're getting. But if you want to know exactly what you're getting, go to that website that I said. Um, and you can read all about it. Read all the updates. And uh, they, they, they answer a lot of important questions. I don't want to bore you with that details. But um, you're going to be getting it probably in about maybe... Two weeks right now, probably two or three weeks as of now, maybe sooner. But if you don't have a if you don't have a bank account hooked up to the IRS, if they don't have your information, they're working on a portal that you can log in and put in your information. But what really upsets me is that if you made zero dollars in 2019, you can still get this check. If you made zero dollars in 2019 or 18, you can file. Your taxes and put that you that you made zero dollars and still get a check. This is how stupid this thing is. I don't like this bill. I don't. I don't like it. But I. I. I understand that there's people out there that need it, and I understand that there's people that literally got screwed over by this thing, and they are up a creek without a paddle, and now they trying to figure out what to do. And and and, and uh, it's those people that need it. It's, it's those people that need it. But I, I know I, I know in the back of my mind that there's people out there that are going to blow it on lottery tickets or, you know, they're going to save it. But I, I, I think that most people now, the, the good thing about this situation is that I think most people are going to take this $1,200 and they're going to save it. Because people are realizing that their job could be taken away in by a snap of a finger. They cannot have a job. So I hope that people out there are going to save this money, but I know that they're not. They're going to go and buy lottery tickets or they're gonna go buy they're gonna save it whenever we open back the country and we're gonna I don't know. I think their plan to stimulate the economy I think it's going to backfire and people are going to not spend it or they're going to save it or they're going to spend it on something that is already being spent. Like they're going to go and buy stuff at Walmart or they're going to, you know, go pay the rent, which is not really stimulating the economy. It's just paying a bill that's owed. But anyway, I mean, it's it's technically helping the economy, but... What they want people to do is go out and and you know spend this money at other places. But I I think that whenever people get get their unemployment check or people get their their stimulus check, uh, they're going to save it because they they're going to probably use it for the necessities and put the rest back. I, I hope people are going to be doing that because they're you know the highest unemployment rate ever in recorded history is net right now. People are either furloughed or people are like permanently unemployed. But anyway, that's kind of my opinion on this thing. Um, I want to jump over to something a little bit more, uh, less depressing. I, I have not, uh, watched this documentary yet about Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, if you don't know who he is, you're living under a rock. You're living under a rock. I mean, it's crazy, but I, I haven't seen it. I don't have Netflix, but I am thinking about getting Netflix just to watch this. But I played this song on the other podcast that I have, Leader of the Meme podcast, uh, and I thought it was funny. I didn't know that Joe Exotic was a country singer until like a few days ago. Um, but Which, by the way, he it's not really him singing. It's like two other people that are singing but it's still funny but if you haven't heard here is here kitty kitty um, and it's one of his better songs go on YouTube and check out uh, Joe Exotic music videos uh, you'll be surprised but I you know this whole Joe Exotic thing Tiger King or whatever it is I'm 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 loving the memes I'm loving everything It's it's taking my mind It's taking everybody's mind Off of this whole virus thing um, But I, I kind of feel like Maybe they're hyping this up a little bit And I always feel like Whenever these trends go on I, I go and watch these Whatever they're talking about And I'm disappointed And I'm like It makes me not want to trust these people but like is it is it good is it that good cuz i you know like i said i haven't watched it like isn't that is it is it worth watching i don't know but here i'm going to end the show here is uh joe exotic aka his two uh ghost singers <laughs> i think there's two guys i think one of the guys is singing and one of the guys writes the songs for him but uh he's the only way he's involved is he lip syncs in the in the uh in the music videos. But anyway, I hope everybody out there is doing well and and stay safe, wash your hands, stay home. These next two weeks are gonna be crazy. Um, if you have to get out, you know, it's all about managing risk. You know, go out and get what you need, get a you know, a week's worth of stuff, come back in. Don't go to, to places that are gonna get you sick, like I don't know. It's just use common sense. Use common sense. That's all I have to tell you. Anyway, here is Joe Exotic, here kitty kitty.
1: She was a rich woman She had rich taste She felt the blood running through her veins She liked the life she had She loved her big cats And the beauty of being a Well, Everything was fine just as Sweet as wine, but her husband went and disappeared But then it got a little crazy, it got a little hazy And the cops said there's something wrong here Oh, here kitty, kitty Mama's got some treats for you, Can't find this taste in the zoo. Oh here, kitty kitty. Oh mama carol, she sure loves you. Oh here, kitty kitty. Oh mama made this for you. with your wife Cause it's a big 40 acres and if you're not careful you'll be gone in the blink of an eye No bones, no remains, but that won't change the fact that dawn sure ain't coming back But you can't prosecute, there's just no use There's nothing left but tiger trap Oh, here kitty, kitty Mama's got some treats for you Oh, here kitty, kitty Well, you can't find this taste in the zoo Mama Carol, she sure loves you Oh, here kitty, kitty, mama made this for you Oh, here kitty, kitty, mama's got some treats for you
0: Yeah, that was pretty uh, interesting, but uh, also I didn't even mention um, another Joe that is a country singer, Joe Diffie, passed away last Sunday, and uh, it's really bad to hear about any people passing away right now, Um, because what people don't understand is that people are dying alone, like I said, but also people can have funerals. People are not allowed to have funerals, and I don't know how it's going to work, you know, what's happening right now is that people are just winging it. People are are just trying to figure out what's what is. I mean, it's crazy right now. But anyway, Joe Diffie passed away, legendary artist. If you don't know who he is, I put together a playlist, quarantine mixtape. If you know, some music is a great way to take your mind off of what's going on right now, and you know. I'm not saying go check out my playlist, but if you want to check it out, you can. It's in the description below. Um, You know, but any kind of music, any kind of music is is good to take your mind off of whatever's going on. But yeah, uh, rest in peace, Joe Diffie. Rest in peace, you know, prayers for the Diffie family. And also, you know, Kenny Rogers passed away and John Pryan is in critical condition. I mean, all these legendary, I mean, it's just a sad time but also i didn't even cover i said i was talking about the travel uh people traveling but i didn't even cover in some parts i think in louisville kentucky there's a louisville judge that is putting ankle monitors on these people that have covid-19 and it kind of it kind of like doesn't even make sense that people like, prisons are letting people out, prison are letting prisoners out, and then here, like, literally two weeks later, judges are putting ankle monitors on innocent people just because they have the COVID-19. They're like, you need to stay home. I don't know. It's getting crazy what's going on, but, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday in the DMs, and uh, you know, if you need anybody to talk to, I'm gonna be here in my house for about 30 days because I can't go out because I have compromised lungs. I can't, you know, you know, I'll be fine. But you, know, I'm trying to, you know, not spread whatever. You know, I'm not trying to get out and be exposed. But I was talking to somebody yesterday, and basically what i've decided is that the hardest hit out of all the parts of the united states the metropolitan areas is going to be seeing the the worst of it as far as the spread of it as far as like the viruses and the cases and also the law enforcement you're going to see the most uh, ridiculous enforcement in these rules but out where i'm at like These these rural areas, these cops are not going to do anything. And I don't think they're going to do anything in the metropolitan areas either. But these ridiculous judges, these ridiculous rules are like, we're going to slap an ankle monitor. It's just, I just think it's it's just really dumb. It's really stupid. And I think that people need to just worry about themselves. And nobody... Like, I think if you, like, by doing this, it's going to freak people out more. I don't know. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. It's definitely definitely the stupidest thing I've heard out of all this is that people are being monitored. People, the government can't trust people, but they're letting these prisoners out. Like, it's just the dumbest thing ever. I'm going to stop the show because I'm getting just really pissed off at everything going on. Hope everybody has a great day, and stay safe, and uh, yeah, buy some ammo, buy some ammo, That's, that's
2: all I can say. Well, I ain't afraid of dying, it's the thought of being dead. I wanna go on being me once my eulogy's been read. Don't spread my ashes out to sea, don't lay me down to rest You can put my mind at ease if you fill my last request Prop me up beside the jukebox if I die Lord, I wanna go to heaven, but I don't wanna go tonight to fill Just let it burn in memory Of all of my good times Fix me up with a mannequin Just remember I like blondes I'll be the life of the party Even when I'm dead and gone Prop me up beside the jukebox If I die Lord, I wanna go to Heaven, but I don't
3: Tell me something good that I don't know Cause this world's been kicking my behind Life ain't been a friend of mine Lately I've been feeling kinda low And she looked back over her shoulder Pointed at the sign hanging up on the wall And said, everything's gonna be on gonna be alright And nobody's gotta worry about nothing Don't go hitting that panic button It ain't worth spilling your drink Everything's gonna be alright
4: Alright Alright So I nodded my head and said that's for sure Dropped a few butts in the mason jar Felt those good old neon vibes on me And whatever monkey that was on my back He jumped off just like that Right into the deep blue sea And I look back over her shoulder Thinking about the sun hanging up on the wall That's it, everything's gonna be alright Everything's gonna be alright